Welcome back to the Grow by Design podcast. I'm your host, Jess Green, here to give you the tools to intentionally design your life for growth, because it's time to be game-changing. Hello and welcome back to the Grow by Design podcast. I'm your host, Jess Green. Today's episode is all about something that we all try our very hardest to avoid. As a society, it's not something that is glamorous or exciting, and frankly, it kind of sucks when it happens, and that is failing. The big F word. It is something that happens when we don't achieve what we thought we were going to, or when we don't win in the way that we thought we would. The fear of failing is often one of the things that keeps us from chasing our dreams. It keeps us small, it keeps us kind of in our box for that reason that we don't want to fail. And let's face it, that's understandable. Failing sucks. It bruises the ego, it can hurt, it feels like it throws you off your path, Uh, you doubt yourself, it can be heartbreaking, it can be embarrassing, and sometimes it does, it definitely costs us. But I'm here to talk about the fact that it doesn't have to be that way. We often don't live up to our full potential or fully chase our dreams due to the fear of failing, and I just think that that is such a shame and it's such a waste of so much potential and energy and opportunity and I always love the quote what would you do if you knew that you couldn't fail and I think this is such an important question to ask ourselves every so often or when we're really contemplating chasing after something when we ask that question what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail most of us have a really long list of answers we know exactly what we would do We would ask that person on a date, we would start our own business, we would go traveling, we would stand up for ourselves, we'd ask for that promotion at work. You get the idea. There is so much that we don't do because we're worried that we might fail. So what if I told you that there was a way to trial this, to live in a world where failure doesn't exist? Because it's possible and it is such an amazing mindset shift when you do begin to understand this. So I don't want it to be simplified by just saying that it's all in your head, but failing kind of is. I'm here to talk to you about reframing your thinking, your attitude and your mindset towards failure. To start off with, we need to stop being scared of it. Know that it's a sign that you're operating outside your comfort zone, that you're pushing your boundaries, that you're chasing your dreams. And with that, it's inevitable that you will fail. And once you start to become comfortable with the idea that failing or not quite going to plan or not quite achieving what you thought you would in the first instance it's not a bad thing and it doesn't need to be a reason to stop it is just an opportunity to reframe and rethink it's an opportunity to improve and it's not something to be scared of so when you start to start to play with this idea a little bit Taking a chance now becomes less scary. I love the saying, uh, it actually came from one of my old coaches, that you either win or you learn. And I think that that is such a valuable way to look at anything in life. Either you win, and for me that was you know, first place in, in a competition, or you learn something from it. And if you don't win, then you damn better learn and, and come back better next time. So there's a few things that we can take from this reframe of your mind. And that is, if failing isn't an option, or it's not there to be scared of, then you know that you can start to actively pursue and chase those dreams. And then when things don't go to plan, 
you have two decisions to make. I guess the first one is that you win and that's fantastic and it all goes to plan. Then there's when it doesn't go to plan and you've got two options here. One is to accept the failure or the loss and remain in the same place. Even take a step back, your confidence might be knocked. You you might stop trying, you might give up there. And you all know this feeling, it's where you're, you're lost and you're disappointed and you don't know where to go from here. You have let your failure get to you. The other option is to embrace the failure and instead reframe it as feedback. So I want you to sit with that terminology for a moment. I have failed versus great, I now have some new feedback. I want you to reframe your thinking from failure to feedback. Suddenly it takes the pain and the emotion out of it and instead you're still on the path towards your goals. In fact, you're even closer to them. You've ruled out a scenario or you have learned something. You now know what to tweak or change. You've added more tools to the tool belt. So instead of being off the track or further down than where you were, you're still actively pursuing your dreams. Now, I know it doesn't come as easily as, great, I failed. This uh, is wonderful and all very happy and, and roses and butterflies. And I do acknowledge that you definitely need to sit in that feeling for a little moment You need to experience and feel that kind of pain and let yourself be okay with knowing that it sucks because it does, but don't dwell on it. Don't let it get the better of you. That's your next opportunity to to rise up and really prove that your goal or your dream is worth chasing. And now I'm definitely speaking from experience here as there has been many, many times that I have failed and have not wanted to pull myself up again. But I have found that the more that you push yourself and the more that you try, the more that you do fail. So the better you need to get at picking yourself up again. And I've got this in examples all across life. It's in relationships. It's in friendships. For me, definitely, it's with competing. I didn't win or place at a show for the first seven or eight shows that I ever competed in. But I had a big enough goal and desire and and passion for the sport and for what I wanted that every time I didn't win I just used it as fuel towards the fire of what I did want to achieve. I took it on the chin, I made sure that I made adjustments, that I learnt lessons, that I made improvements and it just helped build my character, helped build my resilience and it meant that when I did start winning shows it meant so much more because I'd been through the pain of not winning and I know now what it feels like to lose and come back and win and there's so much more satisfaction in that. I've also had this from a career sense and from a life sense and that is something that I'm going to talk about a little bit here. So so when I first moved to Australia I moved to Melbourne and I loved it, it was amazing. I took the first job that I got because I needed a job And I started to continue looking for my dream job or to start mapping out my career and where I wanted to be. And there was a certain brand that I always wanted to work with. And I have a marketing degree and work in marketing and business strategy. And I wanted to work for a company that I really believed in and that I I loved. And amazingly, I put it out to the universe and said, you know, I'd love a marketing job in this company. And a few weeks later, I got an email saying that there was a marketing job available at this company from Seek or something like that. So I worked my butt off to apply for this job. I went over and above to make sure that they selected me as the candidate. I 
pulled a sick day from work and flew to Brisbane to interview with them. I sent through a really detailed resume and I really pursued my dream job. And amazingly, I got it and I packed up my bags and I moved to Brisbane. And I was terrified. I didn't know anyone in Brisbane, but it definitely was the best decision I'd ever made. It got me to Brisbane. And I started work at what I thought was my dream job. And once I got there, within a couple of months, it was pretty apparent that it wasn't quite what I thought I'd signed up for. The culture wasn't at all what I had hoped it would be. And my job was very different from what it was originally sold to me as. And that was a pretty tough pill to swallow. But also I pride myself on being really good at my work and I pride myself in being a hard worker and doing the best that I can. And I was not doing a great job in this role. I had found out that I was taking on one role that had been merged sort of from three previous people who had left. So I had a lot on my plate and I wasn't experienced enough to understand that or to facilitate that and so I wasn't doing a very good job which sucked and I don't like that for myself but regardless I just kept working and I kept I sort of turned myself inside out to make my dream job work it was my dream job and if I couldn't do this job then what on earth was I going to do and I had this absolute fear that I was failing at my dream job and what kind of person does that leave me and where do I go from here if I can't even do the job that I thought I always wanted. So it was a pretty awful time really. I was in a city that I had loved I loved and I was really stoked that I moved there and I'm forever grateful that this job moved me to Brisbane. But I was in this uncomfortable position of suddenly realizing that I don't think that this job was for me and I've moved my whole life up here and I am not very good at this. I'm failing and I hate it. And that was pretty scary. And then I actually had real world failure, but eventually I got to a point where I had a meeting with my boss and within my six month probation, as Australia brutally does, if you're not performing, you can lose your job instantly. So I knew I wasn't performing and it was pretty clear that they knew that as well. They weren't wildly supportive in terms of helping me turn that around. One night on a Thursday, I got called into my boss's office and told that I wasn't doing a great job, I wasn't meeting the standard, and I was fired. And I was fired (laughs) on the spot, and I got told that I I probably wasn't needed to come back in at any point, and so I walked back out, I packed up like they do in the movies, I put all my stuff in a box, and I walked out, and I had to, I remember leaving the office and ringing my dad, and just being silent on the phone, because I didn't really know what to say. And then I just burst into tears and said, I've absolutely failed. This was my dream job at my dream company and I couldn't do it and I don't have a job now. What the fuck am I going to do? I live here and I have only been here for four months, I think, at this stage. Didn't have heaps of money, didn't have that many job opportunities and yeah, really did feel like a failure. So from feeling kind of at the the bottom of the pile, I let myself be upset for a day or so and then I dusted myself off and I reframed my thinking I was like okay well now one what am I going to do I need to find a job so I started contacting and looking at, at new jobs and new opportunities I reached out to a few recruitment companies and the amazing thing was so many of those companies were so surprised that I had lasted four months at this at my old job they said most people last 
a lot less than me. Um, it had a pretty bad reputation for, for churning through staff pretty quickly. And actually, suddenly what I thought was a sign of failure was suddenly to the market a real testament to my strength and commitment to sticking with something even when it's horrible. So that did give me a glimmer of hope while I started to apply for new jobs. But it also opened up a whole lot of other opportunities for me. So while I was sitting there applying for jobs suddenly out of work, I knew that I needed to make some money and and hiring and waiting for people to hire you takes a really long time. What I did know is that I had an amazing set of business and marketing and strategy skills from all of my previous roles that had been so underutilized in my the job I'd got fired from. So I took it as an opportunity to go back to those skills. So I did. I put my feelers out there and I did some individual projects. I did some business consulting work. I did some marketing and branding workshops with a few different companies and business owners. And it was a really successful couple of months. I ended up working for myself, uh, running and working with a variety of different businesses, making some amazing connections and just kind of buying the time until I found the right role for me. I used my learnings from that company to know that I didn't want to be pushed around in a job ever again. It reminded me that I was good at my job and it wasn't until I, I guess, let myself feel and acknowledge that I wasn't doing a great job but that it wasn't me and it wasn't a reflection of me as a person. It was the situation and the scenario and a whole bunch of other factors. And once I got used to that idea, suddenly being fired from my dream job wasn't actually a failure, but an amazing opportunity. And I know that sounds so cheesy, but I'm so grateful that that shitty job got me to Brisbane. It made me move here. It helped me meet new people. It developed my skills as a consultant it helped me start my own business for a short amount of time and it gave me the opportunity to reflect on what I really wanted it also actually connected me with my next job after that so by doing such a great job dealing with the com- the kind of external companies that I was within my my role at this company I got fired from it actually connected me with the next business that I ne- then got my job at so nothing was lost but it was definitely a pretty brutal couple of months and it definitely damaged the ego and hurt me a little bit but for me that was definitely an example of one of those times where failure could have been the worst thing ever I could have packed up my bags moved back home moved to New Zealand and just given up but it was an opportunity for me to reframe my thinking to learn something to pivot and twist and realign myself with what I wanted and it gave me some pretty big fire to to come back better and stronger than ever. So my message here is that failure doesn't need to be failure. And in fact, the only time that you ever fail is when you don't learn something and you give up. So there's a few steps and a bit of a process that I love to use here. And it's something that stood me in great stead every time there is a slight setback in in life or in my journey or, or chasing my dreams. And that is knowing that failing can be scary and it does put you in some pretty scary places if you're not ready for that but the biggest thing is to trust yourself know that you're strong enough and able to handle failure or know that you're able to figure something out and nothing is ever lost don't waste the opportunity if I wasted that all of that time at the the company that I didn't love if I wasted that time by not learning anything by not adapting my skills it would have been such a shame 
So the process that I like to go through is one, when something doesn't go to plan, acknowledge that it didn't go to plan. Let yourself feel it. Let yourself be disappointed to be hurt, to be upset. It's a normal emotion and it's part of the process. So let yourself feel that. Acknowledge that it's happened, feel it, and then don't dwell on it. You can't stay here. You can't let all your hard work go to waste. Uh, It just means that you now have another tool or experience in the tool belt. So feel that hurt and then move on. Make a mental note, make a physical note, write yourself a letter, um, document what did or didn't work. And then figure out what you're going to do and how you're going to improve or enhance or use that to your superpower to continue on your path. Another great example of this is when, you know, a business does or doesn't fail or a project doesn't lift off the ground is that you do a bit of a a post-mortem or an autopsy. And you can do this with any part of your life. It's going back through everything that happened and figuring out why it happened, where it went wrong and what you can do to improve. There's so much opportunity in in failure to improve, and I really encourage you to make the most of that. And finally, hold on to the big picture. Know your why and know what your goal is, and if the why and the goal is big enough and clear enough, you can overcome any setback. So for me, I know that I want to win my pro card. I know that that means I need to win more shows. I know that means I need to bring my best every single day or every single training session and if I don't learn from my past shows or from my my, or from my past preps it's a wasted opportunity and it's a waste of time so once you're clear on the goal then any setback can be overcome you can learn from it and as I said the only failure is not learning anything because you either win and that's amazing and there's lessons in that as well or you learn And as long as you're learning something, you are moving forward. So I really encourage you to back yourself. Don't be afraid of failure. Know that it's it's going to happen no matter what. And if you're ready for it and you've got some contingencies for it, know that you can come back from anything, learn how to pivot and adapt, take a post-mortem of anything that doesn't quite go to plan, and know that you've got this. And one final thing that I will add, I know I feel like I just finished, but I'm going off on a tangent. This is something that, and kind of the mindset that I used when I was first on my health and weight loss journey as well. Knowing that I wanted to lose a certain amount of weight or I wanted to first get to stage um, and look a certain way, I broke it down sort of week by week and day by day. So I made sure that I did the absolute best that I could each day. And then I'd almost take a post-mortem at the end of the day or the week. And if I'd had a week where I'd eaten off plan or I'd had a, a poor week of training... I, instead of getting upset or beating myself up about it, would take a a post-mortem of the week and say, great, these were the goals for the week. Did I get my steps? Did I get my sleep? Did I manage my stress? And if I did, then that's awesome. And if I didn't, then okay, what was it that was in my week that disrupted the plan or the goal? And I still use this method every, every week. So I have goals that I have for the week. And at the end of the week, I evaluate if I got there or if I didn't. And if I didn't, then, okay, what was it that held me back a little bit? And what do I need to adjust for next week so that I can overcome that? So you can use this this fear of failure. It doesn't need to be as big as being fired from your dream job, but it might just be, shit, I did not get seven hours of sleep this week and I was really hoping to. 
What does that mean that I need to change for next week? And how do I go about doing that? So know that once you've overcome failure in big and small senses, you can just use it to enhance and improve the little things, the daily activities that you do. So now that's me in summary. Know that failure is only failure if you don't learn anything. Failing is not scary. You have got everything that you need to overcome, to pivot, to twist, to adapt and and chase those dreams. You have got this and I am so excited to see how this episode can change your mindset and change your thinking around failure. So I hope this was interesting and informative and as always I'm Grow By Design on Instagram. I absolutely love and appreciate all of the thoughts, the feedback and the support that I receive every time I post a new episode. If you like it or think that it's relevant for someone please do share it with them and connect with me on Instagram if you've got any thoughts. Have an amazing day. And-